1: Raise your physical.
2: downloads everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now.
3: Alright, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you listening... And you're not seeing it on YouTube, that means we didn't make it to video, but we're working on it this time. I put a new hard drive in my computer, so it should, it should help that process. But, once again, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. I am Levi at Levi D. Zindel coming to you from my downstairs living room so I don't have bad dreams. That's behind me. we <laughs> <warrior. laughs> And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on
2: Twitter. Coming <clears throat> to you live and in living color from my oldest son's bedroom because it's the most quiet room in
3: the house. Is it the closest to the Wi-Fi router? No. The furthest. It's
1: yeah. <laughs> but what?
3: Well, that's good. We like quiet. But uh yeah, I put a new I put a new solid state drive in my computer because nowadays that's how you you know. That's why computers are so fast now, because they have solid-state drives in them. So I did that myself. I felt cool. I posted it to Reddit. I got a good following from it. You know, a lot of people were all over me, asking me how I did it. And I was like, hey, I did it myself, because, you know. I'm
1: not a fucking noob.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a noob. I did get angry a couple times, taking it apart. But, uh, you know, it's all right. That happens. Any kind of...
1: Right to the you with Taco Bell and
2: Whispering
3: yeah actually she was well we were having burgers that night so i was really trying to finish getting it installed quick so anyways yeah samsung 500 gig solid state drive that should help a little bit if it doesn't then you probably won't ever see our faces so
2: <laughs> Sports, because last week i tried it on lte via verizon so verizon if you want to go ahead so we sure show you email us at That'd be email good. At email.com. That'd be good. Today I'm doing it via Wee but as you all know, I live out in the boonies. The boondocks. My Wi-Fi, my internet is like satellite internet, and if you don't know anything about satellite internet, it's really fucking expensive for a really shitty internet. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, so I was I was upstairs in my little office area last week when we did it, and it I think that was part of the reason it was cutting out, too, and also there was some Xbox action going on, and up there, if I test the speed of the internet, first of all, my place comes with, like, 15 megs, just for, like, it comes with it, and so upstairs, it runs at, like... Two megs, but down here I get all of it, so I just went ahead and did it downstairs because yeah. that's where my router is. And
1: nobody's at the house,
3: so. yeah. So I can watch porn, do all that, and then, like I can multitask. So,
2: watch porn while
3: we're doing yeah, well. I'm it's on my phone right here, so yeah, it's Lisa. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, anywho, so some happenings in wrestling, we have quite a few happenings in wrestling here lately.
2: I'm going to check the news. Like I told you before we started, that, I literally just woke up not feeling uh, 100% as usual. What, well, what else is
3: fucking Yeah. Uh, if heels and quads is ever 110%, then you will get the best show of your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that day. Uh,
3: first of all, obviously, it's great, great news to hear that Roman Reigns' leukemia is in remission and he is now back. That's awesome. The, the pop he got was pretty sweet too. Um, yeah. And I'm sure everybody was. It
2: was really good. Um, I watched the first bit of it live because I had a feeling that would be what would kick it off.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Re- reel it in. Yeah. Reel it in.
2: And live, it, it, was, it, was, a, it, was, a, it was a legitimate. They didn't, you know, kick it off with Michael Cole or Corey Graves or Renee saying anything. Like it was just,
3: just went straight to the the Roman Reigns music.
2: Roman music. and it it was it was cool. Like it it was good to and and just as a human being, not as a wrestling fan. Because I'm not a Roman Reigns fan, obviously. But to for him to go through that and come out on the other side and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm good to go. I'm back." You know, whatever. I, I don't like the WWE product these days anyway, so it really doesn't matter who's there, who isn't. So it, it's, it's good to have him back.
3: So, that is, I just wanted to kick it off with that, kind of like Raw did, but my favorite piece of news I received in the last week was that Bruce Pritchard has been rehired by WWE Creative. And he should be... It says he's going to probably assume the role of Vince's right-hand man again. That's via, like, all the dirt sheets. Everybody. So, uh, that I like. I like that a lot. That I like, I like that a lot. Once again. Can
2: you add Bruce Prichard into that mix with Jeff Jarrett... Uh, he's got a creative
3: role? Jeff?
2: Yeah. Okay. Jeff, Sanjay Dutt. Hurricane,
3: uh, Not Arn, earned. not Arn Anderson anymore. not Arn. Yeah, he uh, appar- apparently, <laughs> on Bruce Prichard's way back in, Arn Anderson was on his way out because him and Vince just, I guess, don't see eye to eye ever, so,
1: I don't know. And, well, what I read, and I, it, it was obviously me wrestling news, this is where I get all my information, but they get it from other sources. Yeah. I'm assuming
2: Um, apparently it happened at a house show, something happened, and Vince got wind of it, heard about it after the fact didn't like what Arn was doing as
1: an agent on house shows, hmm. and
2: just, he'd had enough, I guess, but apparently it was, it wasn't one incident, but the incident that just recently happened kind of set Vince enough to the point where he was like, you know,
1: get out! You're fired! <laughs> yeah,
3: that's what I was looking for. <laughs> but the,
2: the funniest thing was reading about you know everything over over the weekend. Cause I literally, I didn't tweet, I didn't do anything all weekend, wrestling related. I tried to stay away from it, just to give myself a break. Which is different because usually I'm that little that tweeter from our uh, tweet tweet from our homepage,
3: but. They know you'll be back. It,
2: it, it was odd because they were talking about how Arn is, like, John Cena's main agent whenever he's there. I don't know if you saw that.
3: I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't read that. I just seen the headlines. Over, the,
2: over, like, the last 10 years, Arn has solely been the agent for John Cena. Huh. So it kind of was saying, and like I said, I don't remember the exact source, so whoever, feel free to take credit it for it, but it was mainly saying, like, if John Cena was still a full-time player in WWE, this would have happened.
3: Hmm. I guess because, yeah, because they don't need him for those matches, so. Right. Okay, interesting. I mean, I, I guess I could see that because Arn's, you know, Arn's a stand-up guy, and he's, you know, Vince is too. Double
2: A. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, yeah. Well,
2: you know the thing about it is it, it, it's weird that it happened with yesterday being Ric Flair's 70th birthday and then doing that celebration. So I'm assuming Arn wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and Triple H being such a Ric Flair fan and a Four Horsemen fan, I would. I'm kind of surprised he didn't stand up girl. I,
3: well, you know, he can stand up all he wants, but how much is Vince going to listen to that when he when Arn tried to step on, potentially tried to step on his ego? You know he's not going to have that. Right, right, Yeah, that's true. Um, so there's that.
1: And all we can do is play. we
3: weren't there. Yeah, well, we are the dirt sheet, so... Um the rumor also while we're talking WWE is that it looks like Taz and or Honky Tonk Man could possibly be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. That's the rumor.
1: saw that. And my first thought was
2: I can
3: Honky Tonk for sure.
2: I mean, but he's had the opportunity to turned it down in the
3: past. Uh yeah, what sweeten the pot possibly this time? Exactly. That makes sense. But Probably needs it. Probably needs a new guitar. Uh, are you drinking bang out of a cup? No, it's water. Oh. <laughs> uh, obviously, we got Batista last night at Raw. That was pretty much, I, I already had seen it on the most of the news sites that he was backstage, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, all that stuff. And then, of course, you get the closing segment of Raw where he probably earned, like, Two million dollars just to drag Ric Flair out of the <laughs> dressing room. <laughs>
2: you know, I had mixed emotions about this. I didn't, I didn't see this part live, but I read about it like
1: immediately immediately after RAW. Uh.
2: I went to see like kind of who came out because I knew it was it would be Sean. and you know, like you said, I I read that there was certain people I didn't see anything about Batista. With. So when I saw that, and I was like, okay, that's a, great angle. I love how they're setting it up. But but seventieth <laughs> birthday, like we can't like give him a little
1: a little nudge, you know, in the ring. Yeah. For Hogan and Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels
2: and everybody else. Like, I don't know, I, I think Rick was probably like he was cool with it considering he gets to be a part of
1: the angle. You know? Yeah.
2: So I'm wondering because obviously this is gonna be the Mania
3: match. You know? Oh yeah.
2: We all kind of thought anyways, but with Triple H being hurt, we didn't know if we were gonna get it. Um, so do you think like Rick comes out with Triple H at Mania?
3: Yeah, I could see that. Just you know, and he gets that way. He gets that payday too. You know, <laughs> or gets out of debt with Vince or whatever. Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll. That. That's very. That's very likely. And then, like, instead of Stephanie riding on the motorcycle with Triple H down the ramp, it's Ric Flair, <laughs> like a parade. Uh, <laughs> a stars on the
1: motorcycle. Imagine. On one
3: them. Imagine Batista's payday now because of. Like, they have the money, but imagine what he's getting paid just for this angle and, like, how many dates is he going to appear and all that. Like, uh, But it would be nice with, you know, this kind of being him coming back for a second. Everybody says, like, he's back. Like, we obviously know he's not back because he's going to go make movies and make a ton of money, and, like, I get that. But that would be nice if later this year we could jazz up SummerSlam a little bit by doing that Batista-Brock Lesnar match, and then maybe that gets rid of you know, Batista can finally quit wrestling because he is 50 now. Yeah, he's 50. So, you know, um, I don't know. There's always that talk of that match because Batista did, like, three MMA matches. So they think that he's a good match for Brock now or whatever. I don't know if he did three, but whatever. He did a couple Yeah. or one. I watched them. Yeah, I watched them too. Um, but, you know. We'll see, but yeah, we definitely, I'm glad they kind of, I'm kind of glad they stuck to that, the Triple H and Batista build from last year. Like, it was pretty obvious that I was like, okay, you can't, you can't just not do something with this, but at the same time, that Braun Strowman thing at Survivor Series a couple years ago, they just, they didn't do anything with that, so you never, you never really know. Uh, and, and like, you know, we talked about it even last week, Bobby Lashley Brock, you know. Yeah. Leo Rush and Brock, you know. Uh, it's also been noted that Dead Man Talking has been trademarked by StarCast, and so now there's rumors swirling that he could be doing his own podcast, <laughs> getting into the podcast business. Yeah. Rest in podcast. Rumor in any is, uh, that's not cool, <laughs> No, he can't, he can't say that, though. That's the thing. Like, he can't say that. Uh, I mean, the opening of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Gong. <laughs> You've done it now. Uh, list by, actually, <sighs> by listening to uh, Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, The Undertaker episode, 04 to 06, the other day, I guess The Undertaker, according to them, he was reluctant to return to that dead man gimmick. He didn't want to. He thought that... Really? Yeah, apparently...
1: I saw it when I, was,
2: when I updated my podcast, and I was like this close to listening to that.
3: I've been listening to him at work.
2: It's been a while since I've listened to that show, but...
1: Dead man <laughs> <I'm> talking. <laughs> there's, just,
3: there's just something funny about that. The, the way you approached it was the best part. Um, you
2: can hear my eyes rolling from
3: six miles away. Yeah. Uh, there was something I was gonna say about that too, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, but
1: they—they they also said it could just be for Starcast. Yeah,
3: was. I'm. A, yeah, I'm assuming it is. I don't, I don't think he's really going to get into that. I would assume, I don't know, because he's probably like, damn, like Stone Cold can make a ton of money. Jericho can make a ton of money. These guys make a ton of money. Maybe I can continue my... So I wonder if he's, since he's $25,000 per hour, I wonder what they're paying for him to be at StarCast. Hour. <clears throat> That's what it said. It said a, appearance. Was it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. I'll look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure that was it. Oh. Yeah, let me look this up real quick. It says, "Yeah, Undertaker charging twenty five thousand per hour for non WWE appearances per hour, dude. He can he's gonna make like he's gonna make like seventy five to a hundred uh, to a hundred thousand k just from going to Starcast."
2: So I mean, does that I mean does that include his travel? Like, you have to include his travel day in, in that.
3: I don't think you uh, you you don't not pay for Undertaker's travel. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I, no, I know that. Obviously, you are gonna you are gonna. Oh, is that is that filled in there, like taxed in there? Yeah, I don't know. He's flying from. You know, South well, he lives in Death Valley. <laughs> Dead man talking. <laughs> uh, um, on that podcast note. Yeah, and Ultimate Warrior was from parts Unknown. parts Unknown. Well, there was a few guys from Parts Unknown. They kind of all grew up there together.
1: Yeah. Papa Shango. <laughs> yeah,
3: he was from Parts Unknown. <laughs> uh, speaking of podcast stuff... From the uh, darkest corner of your mind or whatever it was. I was watching an episode of Confidential the other day. In which episode? Of course, the death of WCW episode. Because I have to watch it in every way, shape, and form. Because it's just so great. I, I, I love I watched that episode, and there's a there's a like a short clip in it, and I wanted to try to ask Eric Bischoff or somebody about it, but he says uh, it's him on Nitro, and he says for 84 weeks. So I wonder, I was wondering if that was an episode that they just it was like the last one when they expected to win and they didn't. Because he says, and they aired it 84 weeks, you you would think that they would not air 80, him saying 84 weeks, they would say 83 because, you know, I don't know, it was just a weird little, yeah, it was just a weird glitch in that that I was, I, I wasn't sure about, but I noticed that. It was just a little detail. A little, It's the little things in life that really, It is. It really is. you do know what I be. Mean. Okay, we're still recording, so that's good. <clears throat> Not much, really. Uh, let me bring up my notes here. Oh, uh, I did want to mention that WWE did do
2: exactly what I said they were going to do last week, and Ronda begging <laughs> to have Becky reinstated. So thanks WWE for the credit.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I seen that there was a rumor that yeah, a rumor innuendo. That's we're all we're going off of all rumors today. <laughs> that. Uh, uh, WrestleMania 36 might take place in Tampa.
2: I, I read that it was
1: basically set in stone. Okay.
2: And it had been for the last 18 months or so from what I read. I don't remember where it was. Okay. I don't think that was E-Wrestling is where I read that.
3: I think it was there, I mean, it's, a, it's one of those that's on all of them.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, <coughs> I would think they would at least they at least have it the year before because they always run an ad during Wrestlemania yeah so 18 months out isn't too too shy of getting to that what are we going to do it because obviously they have to pick out a date get the (laughs) DM make sure
3: (laughs) (laughs) that man talking (laughs) it's just too good (laughs) It's just, it's just too good, man. Dead, dead man talking. Done it now. Ooh, that hurt my eye. It made me dizzy doing that. Jesus. Jesus, Buddha, Holy Ghost. <clears throat> yeah, that's about it as far as, there's no really AEW news other than, like, they made the graphic for Lucha Bros and the Bucks. Yeah, yeah I watched the
1: Elite yesterday,
2: like I always do, Monday afternoon.
3: Um, I didn't. I'm on one of those like high. Like I, I kind of refuse to watch it for now. Right. I'm, I'm on one of those little things.
1: You're sour
3: for no good reason. I just am. Yeah. It's
1: the like, it's it's the idea of
3: me that's sour about it. It's not the idea of me.
1: That's like me with dead man talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's not. It's not necessarily the actual event of it being
3: idea of it being a bit. <laughs> Dead man, what are you looking at, huh? Go on get. Oh come, come here. Yeah. Hey did you wanna did you wanna talk about our ideas on the show? No, not just yet. Not just yet. Okay. We control that way. Yes sir I'm doing a show. How would you like to be on my show? <laughs> Look at this guy. He's he's got pants on, don't worry, Oh okay. That was <laughs> that was my main concern, so not really. Okay, I'm doing to, <clears throat> to the show. you want to skip to Lou, my darling? Shut the
2: door. Lou, skip. I don't forget. <laughs> Daddy, I don't forget. He's got
3: pants on.
2: Well, I just wanted to. He doesn't walk around out No, I know. They, they were supposed to go to school until like 11.30 today, so we were like...
3: What's up with that? When I, I was, oh, It was always 8 o'clock I had to be at school. There was no late days. I guess,
2: I guess the girls made it to the state tournament
3: or whatever for basketball. So they rewarded they letting, them? They were letting school out early so people could go make it to the tournament in Little Rock or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> whatever. It's the idea of the tournament.
2: Right. It's not like <laughs> they think anyone's going to go. <laughs> But it's the idea that if you wanted to go... You could. That the idea is there in place that you could...
3: Yeah. The idea. The
2: idea of...
3: That's what I like about ideas of things, is that they...
2: If you enjoy the idea of basketball...
1: Yeah.
2: Alright, so...
3: That's it. Yeah. Unfortunately, now we have to move on to... uh, Tri um, Town Yeah, and I didn't. I only watched Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat.
2: I knew it. <laughs> I didn't. This, this show is so old that Levi's not going to be able to sit through them.
3: Yeah, no, it's not necessarily it. It's your era, you know, so I let you take. I take the back seat on this one. It's my era. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Your era, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was two in the. Negative, so at least I was
2: alive. I was. The yeah. The idea
3: of me was in place. The idea of me was negative four, so. Mm. Well, or five, it's five nice, something like that.
2: Match card, because I don't have any notes. Obviously, because I'm on my
3: phone. Oh, I have. Um, oh, I have the match card, Bubba. I have the match card. Yeah, I had, I had a note about that, was that it actually, it was in Chicago, Illinois, February 20th, 1989, at the UIC Pavilion, which is now, as of 2018, the Credit Union 1 arena. That was, that was like my input, since I didn't watch it, I was like, okay, I gotta do some kind of research here, so, I, I'd let you know what the arena is. I was so pumped to talk
2: about it, because half of me, the idea
3: of... That's oh, your era. It's the idea of your era. He's not gonna watch this Here's the thing. I don't mind I don't mind it. That's I I went pretty hard on the last two, and that's not why I slacked on this one. That's not why. You you to it very quickly. Well, I did that because No Way Out two thousand nine, I was like, Yeah, I wanna do that, but Tommy's not gonna wanna do that. So Well, I know, but this is Ric Flair's in it, and I know how you feel, you know. Well, and it's fitting because yesterday was his birthday. Well, it's the idea of his seventieth anniversary.
2: Last week, I actually forgot his birthday.
3: Yeah, the big seven (laughs) zero. That's seven X's, like in Roman numerals. Plan today was to wear a Ric Flair shirt, but I can't find mine. Yeah, actually, no, that's LXX. That's 70 in Roman numerals. He's LXX. Not L A X, but LXX. Yeah, so the show yeah, not no, not the airport either. The show opened with very cheesy music, first of all. That music was quite that's funny.
1: It was something, what? Yeah, it was something, alright.
3: The idea of the music that was
1: at the chi Town Rumble.
3: Yeah, uh, Jim Ross and Magnum TA on commentary, and there's not really a lot of tomfoolery in this, it's a lot of wrestling, and it's only two and a half hours.
2: I love Jim Ross in the NWA and early WCW, because he he doesn't have glasses, he's very like baby faced, like, you
1: know, yeah. like he's
2: just little, he's little chubby in the face, yeah. and he's like every time he cuts to commercial or break or anything, he smiles for an extended
1: amount of time. <laughs> never knew when to cut it.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. And he com- he compares his analogies. He uses a lot more analogies back then, too.
2: <clears throat> yeah. And he,
1: when, when, he cuts to the, when they cut to the video package, it like,
2: I really noticed it. Like he's like, <laughs> I wish I could do, like, his actual face. You know, the idea yeah. of Jim Ross.
3: Well, and the idea of us being on video is still hopeful. So no, Tommy made a smiley face. That's for those of you who are listening. That just in case this didn't make it to video, he made a smiley face that was similar to Jim Ross. It's weird because
2: last week I was very uh, aware of the camera, and
3: this week it doesn't even feel like I'm on video. Yeah, you don't have to. It's the idea of being on video. Right. Right. The video is.
2: Um. But
3: how great was T.A.'s hair? Oh yeah, it was hundred percent. It was 100, 100, flame, flame, one hundred. Yeah, <clears throat> his mustache was on point. Oh, always, always on point. Yeah, no, they still say it. No, it's on, it's on fleek now. I think, I think that's the thing. <laughs> Doesn't it? Well, so I'm not with the, I'm not with the 2019 thing. I'm still. Yeah. Lit lit is definitely still a thing. I'll
2: come back with some fresh saints.
3: That'd be good, yeah. I'm looking to hire I'm looking to hire a youth this summer so that way I can stay young. Cause I'm start I'm nearing my mid I'm in my mid twenties now. No, not like that. <laughs> don't do don't do, don't do that. I know, I know. Suck.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on
3: Uh, you know they have a you know they have a special song queued up for that. They they have a song made. It's already <laughs> at the convention center that they're at. Yeah. Uh, that's the rumor in innuendo, at least. Hey, bang! Yeah, I need to go get mine. I I just got a text. Batista's back. That makes me want to watch a little, and that's going to be in the video actually. So. message. uh yeah Michael Hayes Colleen the guy who loves the NWO so much Michael Hayes defeated the Russian assassin number one in 15 minutes where was the number two at I did watch that part just to see the yeah I had to watch that part He's so jazzed, too. He's just, oh, yeah. He's so happy about it. He has has an interview segment before the match,
1: and the whole time I was just thinking of Handsome Doc Engine. Handsome Doc Engine. (laughs) Uh,
3: I did watch this match pretty much, and it was just like, eh. You know, it was all right. It It was a classic late 80s or early 90s. Opener. Yeah.
2: Russian takes over,
3: you know, and then I thought he was going to beat him. Honestly, Russian assassin. I thought he was right. going to beat Michael Hayes. Yeah, but then I was like, uh, "Well, I don't know this time period very well, so I didn't know if Russian assassin was a big guy or not." With that name, I couldn't see him. Russian assassin was. I. 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 I Angel of Death, David. Sh- da- David Sheldon, the Angel of Death, and the Black Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that match was 15 minutes. It was all right. <clears throat> and then then we get Sting defeated Butch Reed.
2: Hacksaw Butch
3: Reed. Hacksaw Butch Reed. Excuse me. Uh, in 20 minutes.
2: Because NWA had
3: to have a hacksaw. Yeah. This, uh, I'm pretty sure... Th- this match was 20 minutes, but I'm pretty sure like 12 minutes was a headlock.
2: Yeah, and it was 12 minutes
3: too long. Yeah, well, it was 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes too long. Well,
2: yeah, but it was 12 minutes too long. I mean, it was a decent match. They got Sting over on commentary. I mean, obviously, I don't think he was quite Sting
3: yet. Yeah. Jim Ross does love, he does church up Sting a lot on commentary, though.
2: Yeah. I think. I think <coughs>
3: Uh okay. Uh yeah, so stink you didn't watch it and you ever have the desire to to watch it like if you
1: have the idea to watch a show in 20 years. What yeah. What's that match and tell me the good reason.
2: Period? Uh then we get the Midnight
3: Express, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane with Jim Cornette defeated the original Oriental Express. The original the original no, sorry, not the Orient Express. The original Midnight Express. Sorry. Sorry, I had the Orient Express in my mind because Ricky Steamboat's on here. My bad. Loser uh, leaves NWA match, so the Midnight Express gets to stay in NWA because they defeated Jack Victory and Randy Rose with Paul E. Dangerously in 15 minutes and 51 seconds. <laughs>
2: My kids had just gotten home from school yesterday when I was watching this part and they're like Kyler was like, Who is that? And I'm like, Well who does it look like? He like he's like Paul Heyman? And I'm like, that's exactly who that is.
3: You were like E dangerously.
2: <laughs> yeah. But uh, but more importantly, Jim Cornette's promo. His his mic
1: work I can't we I don't think we can put him on that. yeah I mean he was he was better than
2: any, like on the mic you go like Flair Dusty Macho Jim Cornette that would be like and you could just put them all at number one time yeah he's that good uh. Eaton. As far as the match goes, Bobby Eaton is a god and should be honored and cherished, but nobody ever pays any attention to him because when he was in WCW or when it turned from NWA to WCW, later on, he was just basically there to put people over.
1: Yeah.
2: But he was damned at that.
3: So, <clears throat> that was an enjoyable match that I did not see. Uh, 15 minutes, 51 That's seconds. Yeah, then we get Mike As is Bean, and Paul E. Dangerously. Uh I he was E, what the fuck? E, I don't know. Mike Rotunda defeated Rick Steiner uh, for the NWA World Television Championship in 16 minutes and 21 seconds. This was Scott Steiner's debut in the yeah. wrestling world. This is when he looks like Marky Mark.
2: Yeah. With,
3: it's just his uh, face. His yeah, yeah. It's just his face. He looks like he looks like yeah. Mark Wahlberg.
2: This match was actually really good until Scott Sunder got involved.
1: Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> My Rotunda, for those who
2: don't know, is uh, Bray Wyatt and Bill Dallas.
3: The Rotunda Boys.
2: Phenomenal wrestler and is now a road agent.
3: I wonder how, I wonder how Bray and JoJo are doing. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. You know. Speaking of scandals. Yeah, speaking of scandals. Uh, Corey Graves and Carmella hooked up. No. And ruined his marriage. No. <laughs> what? Come on, we're like Star Magazine here, but we're not. No,
2: that's garbage. I don't want to talk
3: about this. <sighs> well, good for... Yeah, alright.
2: I hope they're happy.
3: I hope, I hope everybody is happy with their relationship status in the wrestling world. There we go. To clear the air. Uh, yeah, so, Micro defeated Rick Steiner.
2: Should we, say, should we just say what we're
3: thinking? I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking. Okay, don't. Uh, then we then we get <laughs> Lex Luger. Just- like you insinuate stuff, and then I get kind of heated about it. Yeah. And then I just want to, I just want to like go off the cuff. And- the cuff? What? How far off the cuff were you gonna go?
2: It was gonna go pretty far. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, as a married person, like it's
3: fun to like joke about stuff, but. That's all I'm gonna say. You just don't appreciate what they do. No, I don't.
2: I don't. I don't approve of
3: people fucking around. Life, but... Yeah, it's not good. Only the Sopranos get gumas, so. uh Oh yeah, that's
1: different
3: though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not different. It
1: is. <laughs> they're allowed. Those women know the lives they're getting into.
3: Yeah, I guess. But still, it's still marriage is a I sacred know, you, thing. I loved how Tony would argue, and he'd go, Carmella, I don't believe in divorce. A marriage is a sacred thing. And it's like, mmm, but you're breaking that sacred... (laughs) Yeah. Which I did finish that show, by the way. Yeah, all of them. I did finish that show, by the way, last... uh, I don't remember if I said it last week or not. No, you told me, but you didn't say on the show. Yeah, I finished it. And uh, everybody should watch got yourself a gun everybody should watch the sopranos if they haven't because it's a fantastic show i'm looking forward to the prequel movie that they're making (laughs) that's gonna be cool now the ending of the sopranos that's a different story that's something we could talk about that i just you know yeah uh we'll probably end up talking about it here soon so spoiler alert just keep your ears open and don't if you haven't seen it don't listen Most people probably know it by now because it was like 13 years ago or 12 years ago, so they probably know the ending, but I was like...
2: I'm getting old fast.
3: Yeah, me too.
2: I could be dead man
3: talking. Dead man talking. You've done it now. All right, Lex Luger defeated Barry Windham. For the NWA United States Heavyweight Championship in ten minutes and forty three seconds, I didn't see it, but I'm. I think I. I was. I read a little bit about this show, and that this was one of you know Lex Luger poses a lot.
2: Not his worst match. though.
3: That's good. Well, it was pre. It, he was probably like better when he was green. You know. He was more. He had more of. He was more. Agile. He was, to,
2: he was more likely to agree with the idea that was wrestling.
3: Like in his yearbook, that was what he got voted. Was most likely to agree with the idea that is wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But once again, I'll say it, and if you haven't watched it or don't plan on watching it, Barry Wyndham carries it. Oh, that's a given. Barry Wyndham carries every match. Then we get the Road Warriors Animal and Hawk with Paul Ellerling they defeated the Varsity Club Kevin Sullivan and Steve Williams for the NWA World Tag Team Championships uh, this was the only match the only title match that was a, they retained all the other titles changed
2: Dr. Death, I've said it, I don't remember when, but I've not said it on the show before, Dr. Death, 3-WWF, or whatever
1: he was in there, um, very underrated talent, yeah. and I remember his, uh, action
3: figure sitting on the shelf at every Walmart. Oh, yes, I remember, that was, like, nobody bought it, his WWF action figure? 15. Yes, that's, yes, seriously. That's so funny that you say that because I, I really remember that. I was like six years old, but I remember I was like I why is it always like nobody buys Doctor Death? I should have just got it. Because one I knew that if I bought it, it would make room for more figures. <laughs> so they would put more on the shelves.
2: Because I was <laughs> like, wrestling related if it was in a store if I didn't get it myself I would eventually get it from a family
3: member the idea of a family member <clears throat>
1: right the idea is a family member
3: I was at uh, a Walmart the other day and they had the Fan Central figures and those were pretty cool they had the AJ from Survivor Series that was pretty sweet I almost bought it I need an AJ I actually, Elite
1: I actually
2: posted on
3: Twitter about Bobby Heenan that
2: cause, yeah
3: What's the fan, what's fan Central? What's the difference?
2: I don't know. It was like Target exclusive or something, or
3: Toys R Us exclusive. Nah. I don't know.
2: But uh, yeah, I want the Bobby
3: Dino one. I, I almost bought the big gold belt with the NWO spray painted on it. That's. I think I need to buy that, because it's actually pretty big. I just.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, the, the
1: new belts are
3: decent. Yeah, they're, they're pretty nice. And the strap is nice. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to start buying them, but I'm an adult, so I should... Because if I get the the idea that is them, the real big gold belt would, like, come up to here on me. Like, I don't know how big everybody was back then, but that's a huge belt.
1: Well, I
2: mean, look at it even... I mean, on Ric Flair. It, like, it, like sits, like, right under his... his
1: bosom. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a uh and Hogan in ninety
3: four. Yeah. that's a big one. And he It was bigger though, right? At that point. Was it not bigger at one point because that's why they call it the big gold? Because it was it seemed so much bigger in the like eighties and mid early to mid nineties. I think it was just too wore it. Yeah, you're probably right.
2: And the idea of the shape.
3: The idea of the big gold belt being draped over someone's shoulder versus their waist. Right. But back
2: then, they all wore it right. They wore
3: it around their waist. Yeah. And so speaking of wearing the big gold belt around your waist, (laughs) next up we get Ricky Steamboat defeating Ric Flair for the big gold belt. The NWA World Heavyweight Championship, 23 minutes and 18 seconds. This is the start of their trilogy that year. The best one coming as the last one at Wrestle War, obviously that was the one that really goes down in history as the best one. This one was fantastic. Like, don't get me wrong at all. This was a, this was awesome, and I had to watch this.
2: Get your flare spot. Oh
3: yeah, the bo- the limp body thing, like Flair, like he, like when he takes. Uh, steamboat over the ropes like multiple times like he just it's like a limp body just flying over the ropes with him like you know what i mean i don't know it's just the flare spots but uh you know he takes the he takes the uh backdrops on his side he falls forward uh what's weird about this is i made note of this uh they would obviously go on to have a better match at Wrestle War later that year, which Steamboat would receive Match of the Year for in 89, but Flair got Match of the Year for Class of Champions 6 versus Steamboat. Also in 89, Flair would receive Feud of the Year versus Terry Funk. So that's kind of weird. I didn't know you could have more than one match of a year in 89 then. I don't know. That's, that is kind of weird. It's, I don't know if it's like somebody's got their facts wrong, but that was... And that's both...
2: Yeah. Therefore, they would both
3: get match of the year for the one match. Yeah, the Russell War one. most likely not. Yeah, it's really strange, but I seen that on. Uh, I looked at because you know you can see, of course, Wikipedia. I hate saying it because I go, you can't believe Wikipedia all the time. But oh, yeah, that that was on uh, that was on uh, Ricky Steamboat's page. Yeah, Ricky Steamboat's page credits that he got match of the year for Russell War. But Flair's page credits that he got match of the year for Clash of Champions 6, Rage and Cajun. And then he also got Feud of the Year versus Terry Funk in 89, which is like, all right. So, I don't know. It's really, like, kind of all mixed up weird. <laughs> like I'm almost in a room, it's just so, the idea of that
2: is so off the, off the
3: wall. Off the wall, yeah. As far as walls um, go, it's off of it.
2: I've watched their trilogy several times. This isn't the first time I've watched this show, even, but definitely not this match. Um, I mean, Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat, if you don't know the history of the PC, there's a...
3: Is it Rivals on WWE Network? Yeah, or Greatest Rivals. Yeah. Dude, holy
2: shit. Like, go back and watch that if you don't want to watch that. That alone, like, will tell you the whole story of the matches together. It's I mean, that's one of the greatest feuds ever. And I don't think the <sighs> credit he deserves. Even though when people say the best matches of all time, usually number one is Macho
1: and Steamboat at WrestleMania three. Yeah. But if not, in the top five, it would be one of the player Steamboat matches. Yeah. So how Ricky Steamboat isn't
3: considered in in today's wrestling world as like one of the greatest of all time time. yeah
2: is because i i just feel like he takes a back seat he does to people like hogan and macho
3: and and maybe it's because he wasn't in the spotlight for like as long as those guys like years and years like he had his you know he had his moments but i'm with you totally
1: yeah. Because he was in he was in the Fed
2: like around WrestleMania three and then right after that is this in N W A. Yeah. And then he comes back to the Fed when he does like the actual Dragon gimmick and had like the Moto Dragon and shit. And then he goes back to W C W in the yeah before he eventually retired. So
3: I, I don't know if maybe that has an effect on it because he didn't really get a long term like run somewhere. Yeah going back and forth. I can see that. So I, I don't know. But I, I, I feel like he, he's underestimated or underappreciated is the word I'm Oh, yeah. In my book, he's definitely one of those greatest of all time. He's in the goat category for sure because it's just one of those names that when you look back to them that you, uh, you know, Ricky Steamboat's there. And I mean, <coughs> excuse me,
2: you can even go back to you know, as early or as, or as recent as when he was part of
1: that match against Jericho at WrestleMania. Yeah, dude,
2: like he actually like they put together pretty decent
3: fucking
2: match. Yeah, he he, he was how at the time? Yeah,
3: he was the reason that was that was good. You know, what was it? Jericho, him, uh... Piper, Piper, and there was one other. Yeah, I think so. He was, yeah, because he was being a heel at the time and insulting the legends. Yeah,
2: and Jericho was being a dick, and he was trying
1: to get Mickey Rourke to fight him. Yeah. And that was that was the original idea, and then Rick, Mickey Rourke set it on, like, a red carpet somewhere before the, it was around this time, so words. season. Yeah. But,
2: uh and I guess Ben got pissed and decided not to do it. Mickey Rock. That was a really good movie, dude.
3: Yeah. Well, I think that about, that about wraps up our show for the day. I think we, one? Uh, it was still basically an hour, so. Yeah. Given plenty of material to listen to. Um,
2: when, people watch the, when people don't
3: watch the show, it's hard to talk about it. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Uh. Idea of a rash on the, the idea of a rash on my beard
2: so is that like a suit jacket or is that a flannel shirt let's talk
3: it's a it's a flannel shirt how would that be a suit jacket it looks like a suit jacket on the skype video i think i think you're seeing stuff because it's definitely i think i probably am you're hallucinating because you drank too much bang and slept too long
2: yeah i think I don't know, it looks
3: like you have shoulder pads. Some of this going here, some vitamin water action. Your
2: actual shoulders? Are your shoulders that broad?
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, there's no pads in there. There we go. You're not going for a
2: B. Arthur look from Golden Girls?
3: No. No B. Arthur. There we go.
1: How are your white shirts always so tight?
3: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Is that a medium? No, no. Okay, yeah, it kind of is because here's the thing. I took I took a gamble. Let's talk about this real quick. Yeah. Finding the finding the perfect white shirt undershirt is tough for me because first of all, there's a number of factors. There is the neck. The, oh God, yes. Because if it's a if it's a loose neck, literally, like I tore open the package at Walmart to make sure that these Hanes shirts were. I wanted to check the neck. I opened it, big neck, threw it right back on the shelf not doing it nope so You're i i, I took definitely a, not paying took it. no definitely not and they're resealing that bag not me because it's their fault for putting the loose necks in there so I, I took it i stood there and i thought about it and i thought and i thought and i was like all right i'm just going to get the Hanes. so i picked a different bag of course not the one i opened right. same size medium you opened every bag on this <laughs> your size. yes and put together like a a per- no, it's- no. Check this out. It's a ten pack for twenty one dollars. Yeah, it's a deal. So I needed some white. One dollars. Twenty one dollars for a ten pack. For undershirts. For undershirts. You know what I do now? I quit buying white shirts to wear as undershirts, and I just use old shirts to wear as undershirts. Don't like it. They're too thick. That's the thing. Because I wear a chef coat. Yeah, but no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen here. All right. I'm trying. To- I'm trying to tell you something. Too thick. Uncle Terry Jean, man. Only the best. We'll get, hold on. We'll get to Terry Jean here in a minute because I want to talk about that too. But so I usually get... Gildan is my go-to brand with any professionally made shirt. So a while back, I... Gildan. So I I purchased the white Gildan shirts. And they were mediums. And they shrunk up to like an extra small. What do you got in your hand? Yeah, it's a, it's a pick. Oh.
1: Okay. I love this.
3: Yeah, so do I. I get under my teeth with them. It feels really good when I dig in my gums. Hey, dig! (laughs) Dead and talking. (laughs) Uh, So, anyways, the Gildan ones shrink way too much. I took a gamble with these Hanes ones. They're pre shrunk. That's why I bought them. I got the ten pack. I washed and dried them yesterday. They fit me just right. They're a little tight, but they fit all right. So. If you're going to take a gamble on white t shirts, do the Haynes. Haynes, if you want to sponsor the show, I wear your white t shirts now. I'm a supporter. For the Loomis. But he also unpackages. Un- <laughs> <laughs> and leaves them on the shelf. You know what the worst one is? You open the package and somebody came <laughs> up after you stole a bucket. Yeah, probably. You
1: know they
3: did. And, you know what? The Walton's got plenty of money. They can reimburse Haynes for that package. They take a loss every year. So, uh, anywho. So, ter- Terry Jean. I was on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash probably whatever. Well, I was actually on forward slash heels and quads. But then I went to Terry's page. And I, I think I'm going to buy for summertime, I'm going to buy the the Hollywood with his face tank top. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to get that. I want some... But I really want some NWO shirts, but WWE charges too much for them. Like $30 is a little. Un- That's, un- fucking thick
1: for those hockey
3: That's why I wasn't going to buy the WWE ones. They're way too thick. Those shirts are way too thick. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've literally wore this shirt maybe three times.
3: Because you don't want to mess it up.
2: Well, no, and I, I just forget about it. Yeah. But I was like, you know. I'm going to wear Uncle Terry Jean
3: tomorrow. What's the idea of Uncle Terry Jean? Well,
2: and I also sat for some reason, in a dirty pile of laundry. I had, like, a dirty laundry basket in my closet with, like, six of my wrestling shirts. there. I was like, this is where they all
3: fit. Yeah, it sucks when you lose them. That's, like, laundry sucks. And then whenever you're like, man, I really want to wear this shirt. And then you, like, get all jazzed up. And then you're like, oh, it's in the dirty laundry. And then it ruins your whole day, because you... And you're like, I don't really want to wash laundry. Yeah, I'm going to walk around naked today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to wear a blanket. Pants on. I'm wearing a blanket today.
2: I don't enjoy the idea of pants.
3: The idea that is pants is uh, me taking them off.
1: So did the feet ever cut out?
3: No, it seems it seems all right, so I'm going to give it a shot today. I'll probably bring my... It's my. delay
2: if you haven't realized it talking really about wrestling, so if you want to shut it off, you're more than welcome to, because by this point, we've got our numbers.
3: That's what it's all about. Not really. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so follow us on Twitter at Heels and Quads. Follow us on Instagram at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Follow me at Levi D. Zindal on Twitter, and follow me on Instagram at Levi Zinfandel, you can also check me out on Reddit at White Zinfandel because now I'm a star on there because I put a Mac picture on and so many hundred of people liked it and tons of comments. Dead man talking.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And make sure wherever you're listening to the show, or now hopefully watching this one, because if this doesn't work, I'm pretty done with
3: video. Oh, yeah. Like, if this doesn't work, there's no you guys aren't getting video. Sorry.
1: Because I'm sick of looking at Levi's face for nothing.
2: Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: we literally, like, it's a love and hate relationship. Like, we, we love each other so much, we hate each other, I think. Yeah, I think there's,
3: like, you know... I I think I just hate you. I don't know.
2: I, I think you probably do. Well, and because we do this, like, we never have, like, legitimate, like, friend conversations. It's always wrestling. Yeah, it's just a business
3: relationship. Yeah. We have friend conversations.
2: But make sure you subscribe. Leave a review if you're watching on YouTube. Hopefully this works. Leave a comment. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have, like, 25
3: subscribers. Yeah, let's try to get that up to, like, 100 or something. <laughs> Yeah, can we get that up to like twenty
2: five thousand
3: by the end of the day? Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, if that
1: happened, I'd
2: shit my pants. But um,
3: I'd retire. Oh, I quit. We'll quit what? Uh, They just quit in general. I'd be
1: like, I'm
3: a YouTube sensation. Overnight sensation, overnight sensation, like the 1996 Motorhead album. <laughs> I think it was ninety six. I could be wrong, but that sounds about right. 96, 96. hello. No, fuck off. <laughs> uh, oh, it's you again. Yeah. No, fuck off. Follow
2: me at tell me on
1: Twitter. Tell me Walter live on Insta.
3: I seen it. I know. I got a notification. It was like Hills and Quads said something, and I was like.
4: From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit penfed.org/slash/powercash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina,
0: do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
3: That wasn't me. Fuck we did. (laughs) Fuck we did, yeah. I don't think we did.
2: Levi sends me a text saying, "Do you post something on Facebook? Who told you you could fucking do that? Don't ever post." Something.
3: Well, they don't pay us enough. No, like don't let them, don't let them, don't let them big league you. Facebook's trying to big league us. All right, let's cut this off so we can. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm trying to get that Apple sponsor, so let's get that going. Uh, that's a tough one, but, <laughs> so, anyways, you heard it, you know where to follow us, we'll be back next week, maybe with, I don't know, but we're gonna start talking about Wrestlemania soon. Like, okay. previous WrestleManias. Well,
2: next week would be March, so we could start WrestleManias
3: next week. Let's, hold on. Maybe. What? Just, just hold on. <laughs> oh,
1: no.
3: Hold <laughs> on. Just hold on. Are you an
1: idea, or are you
3: I, I I do want to start watching wrestlemanias but we'll figure it out we'll put a pull-up or something it's just we'll see you guys we'll see you guys. we'll talk to you guys next week we hope you enjoy everything <laughs> follow friend uh, call your call your fr- no 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 uh the friends and enemies thing tell your friends oh Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. All right.
1: Talk to you next week. Bye.